Thanks for joining us on the Father's House Podcast, where we are leading people into a growing relationship with Jesus. If you have any questions or want to learn more about us, you can always check us out online simply by going to thefathershouse.com. We'd love for you to stay connected throughout your week. Now, let's go to this week's message. All right, here we are, 744. I hope that we're coming on. I hope that we're going to see us on Facebook. So tonight we have a special guest, Lisa Humphreys. Say hi, Lisa. Hi, Lisa. (laughs) Uh, So as we're getting a few minutes here, getting ready for everybody to come on, um, just want to make sure you're going to get yourself settled and everything, because we're going to talk about a lot of different things from our house to your house. Um, how's everybody doing? Let me see if I can find it on my phone because I, for some reason, can never get the. Um, I don't know, Lisa. Do you get the notifications? I don't I seem do to get them. the notifications. It says right here, the Father's House is now live. Look, there we are. Okay. Well, I have to find it myself. So, because we want you guys to interact. Hey, Pastor Siri. Hey, Pastor Siri. hey Betsy. Yay. Okay. Hey, Pastor Tim. Andrea, hey Brenda, Lon, another Brenda, Jolene. We have lots of friends. Cool. Colette. Okay. Oh, there's my friend Tanya. She gave me some hearts. Yeah. Yay. Lots of hearts. What, like what, lots of hearts. Uh, PT, what is I see notifications? Oh, he's seeing the Father's House notifications because I set that up for him. But for some reason, my yeah. phone continually takes it off hey, Lexi. i don't know i don't know. ashley season oh, man huey yeah that's great cool. hey, denise vestuti vance oh, okay. amber Renee. hi guys so good to see everybody um, it's, it's, it's nicole Besser. is reagan watching say miss lisa says hey <laughs> Um, so how are you guys doing? Is everybody doing good? You can chat, you can put that in the chat and tell me how you're doing. You know, honestly, you're doing good. You're doing okay. Uh, you're getting frustrated. You're scale of one to 10. Like yeah, one, give is, us one to 10. One is, oh, I just need to check out 10 is woohoo. Like, yeah. PT said he would teach me how to do it on my phone. Okay, I'd like to see that. <laughs> Hi, Dorothy. Hey, Karen. Hi, everybody. Listen, we're trying the best that we can to um, stay connected. We're separated, but we want to stay connected. We um, are apart, but we are together in spirit for sure. And thank the Lord for technology and video. Remember back in the day when you were a kid, some of you, some of you weren't born and they had these video calls and stuff. And we were like, no way. That's so futuristic. That'll never happen. Well, here we are. Here we are. But speaking of being together, I want to tell you, you guys have already heard, I'm sure we are going to be in the house on Pentecost Sunday, which is May 31st. And we are getting ready. We are 
contacting our volunteers that feel comfortable coming back, that who's going to work, what service are they working. So we're actually doing what we're calling a practice run or a soft opening on um, this coming weekend where all of our volunteers are coming. It's not open to everybody yet because we want to be ready for you on the 31st. So we are, we're practicing our being safe, being sanitized, and being spacious. And at, at this moment, um, you know, I say this every day, we are leading moment by moment. And right at this moment, we're still having you pre-register. So please do that. Uh, if you haven't already, you can text the word Sunday to our number, which is 352-329-2301. Uh, you can go on our website and look on the events and you'll see uh, that there's a link for you to register also. We're not uh, having kids church, but we're having kids come to the service if you want to bring them. Lisa and um, Chris are putting together activity kits for the kids, so that will be awesome. And uh, we're, you know, we're sanitizing and, you know, we're, we're ready for you to come. If you want to wear a mask when you come, that's fine. We are not wearing masks, but you can wear a mask if you feel like it. But I will please say, don't wear gloves because when you wear gloves, you cross contaminate everything. And we've got sanitizer everywhere. So that way, if you touch anything, you can use the sanitizer and bring your own sanitizer pocket size. That way you can sanitize away. Um, so all of those prelims and I covered up. What's that? So Pastor Tim's getting pretty good. He put his own email address in there today, tonight before I could even do it. Cause I'm always giving out his email address. So that way to go, Pastor Tim. <laughs> you know what I did? I closed my email. So I have to open that up right now. But, um, while, while everybody's coming on and we're talking about lots of different things, I, um, I want Lisa to share her a little bit about who she is, a little bit about growing up, that she's a born and raised Leesburgian. Is that how you say it? Leesburg? That's a PT word, I think. <laughs> what do you call somebody who, who is from Leesburg? Native? Leesburgian. Um, share a little bit, Lisa, about your growing up here and then how you found the father's house and then some of the other things you did and, and then some personal things happened. And then after she shares some of that amazing story, we are going to talk about some really cool things that are getting ready to happen and that have happened uh, and that we, we want to share with you that I think you're going to love. So tell us, Lisa. Um, so I, um, I always tell people that I came to Leesburg when there was one stoplight. That's when we um, got here. I was actually three when we moved here. So not quite born wow. here, but um, three years old. Um, I remember the very first house my parents bought was about three blocks from the father's house. How, um, mm -hmm. yeah, we lived in that neighborhood right across the street. So even then, I think God knew. Um, I grew up here in Leesburg. Um, we never la went, moved to UCF and met JR when I lived over there in Orlando. And then we moved back to Leesburg before Ben went to kindergarten because we wanted to raise our kids here. Uh, my dad had Alzheimer's and I was going to help take care of him. So that's what brought us back to Leesburg. Um, over the years, I was in um, direct sales. Um, I was the Tupperware lady, for those uh -huh. of you who didn't know that. I had uh, 20 years, I had my own business. <clears throat> and uh, 
when the job became available at the father's house, I said, well, I have the business experience and I know the community and I love the community, but I didn't have the education background. But we were able to find somebody who knew how to be a director of a learning center. Yay, Amber! Amber. And that has been, yeah, done a phenomenal job with that. Um, our journey to the father's house, I was on staff at another church. And when we left there, we were churchless homeless, I guess that was it. And we were searching for where to be. And because I'd been in Leesburg all these years, I knew of the father's house. And what JR and I would do on Saturday nights, we would put church names in a baseball hat. And um, we would reach in the ball cap and we would say, okay, where are we going to church tomorrow? <laughs> and um, so once we um, got to the father's house, we knew that's where we belonged. We, um, it was different than the church that we had both grown up in. But we would say there's just something about that place and of mm. course we've come to know what that is about this place that we love so um for those of you who don't know we opened kid city learning center in september actually october the 5th and then in november of that same year jr had a stroke um, and how and long thought, pardon me how long it'll be five years it'll be five years this fall that kid city's been open yep wow. and um <clears throat> Who said stop? Oh, that was Amber. No, was, no Amber is awesome. She really is. Um, so I thought, God, what? I just got this great job. I love this new job. I'm going to open this business. And how could this be part of your plan? But um, we know it was part of his plan. Um, we believe um, every day. We've never stopped believing for a 100% recovery from that stroke. God saved him. He spent seven days in a coma. Um, it was a brain bleed. For those of you who know what that is, those are not always survived. We were actually driving home from church. He was driving when the stroke happened. Um, I put a picture here. Is there anybody on who doesn't know who JR is? Um, this is my pencil. Oh, it's got a glare. We'll angle it a little bit. Oh, anyway, I think everybody knows who he is. He sits in the back. He sits in the lobby of the Impact Center for the first service and does greeting and the uh, second service he sits uh, in the back and is the sergeant at arms back there with Ronnie in yeah. the back of the church. So <laughs> we, um, we continue to believe every day for um, his complete healing. We know that's going to happen. Yeah. Yep. In Jesus name. Yep, absolutely. Well, that, was, that was a tough time, wasn't it? Because the, the doctors were not being all that hopeful, saying he's probably not going to make it. And we just kept praying and we kept believing and he kept showing more signs of recovery. And, um, you know, so. I'll never forget, you probably don't remember this, but um, you shared, I stood outside of the hospital on the, so we had a stroke on a Sunday morning and uh, it was the Saturday night, it was the seventh day. And you and I prayed on the phone outside of the um, house that I was staying in over there. And uh, we yeah. believed for a miracle. And I went to see him the next morning. I said, I'm going to church and um, I'll be back in a little bit. And he started crying. So that was the first time that he had any yeah. interaction. Wow. Yep, but he was back. So That's amazing. That is amazing. We love JR and we, we, you know, we just keep declaring it and keep believing it. He's um, trying to walk more and, you know, and exercise and, and get his body strong. So, you know, he's gotta be able to have all that fun mountain time when you guys go up to West Virginia and take all the kids and, you know, have a good time. So 
Yep. Awesome. So, um, so that was five years ago. And let me just say publicly how blessed I am to have um, Lisa on staff. She's got such a heart for families, for marriages, for kids, for KCLC, for um, helping people grow in, in the things of God. And I'm telling you, I don't know how this woman does it with her schedule and all the things going on and everything she's doing and this life group and that life group and this class and moms mentoring moms and coffee talk and, um, you know, administrator of KCLC. And she is the, uh, all, she does all, all the, which we're going to talk about. We know it as social media, but it's not social media. You're going to give us a, a, a teaching, a, a, yep. tell us what, what, new terms are going to be but all of that lisa you're just such a blessing and it's not because it's your job and you do it she says every day i can't believe i get to do this not that i have to do this so what a blessing and i thank god for bringing you to us and you sharing your heart with everybody so tell us uh some what when this first happened and pt came to staff meeting and we started talking about opportunities let's look for opportunities what what was that day like yeah so this was when the when a crisis started in the middle of march and we um went to uh we came into staff meeting at noon on a monday i'll never forget pastor terry he came in he we were going to talk about this pandemic and this crisis and closing Kid City Learning Center and schools closing and all of this stuff. And he said, you know, let's remember, God did not wake up today and say, oh, it's a pandemic. What are we going to do? He knew it was going to happen. Right. No, I'll never forget that. I mean, I mean I've mean, yeah. learned a lot of amazing things from Pastor Tilly over the years. Um, never be late to a yeah. meeting. Um, and those kind of things, but, yeah. Um, yeah. No, he God didn't, didn't cause it, but, but he, he knew about it. Didn't surprise him. Right. right. He didn't surprise him. And he knew that we were going to be in this situation. And so um, we just had to say, okay, so we're going to take this obstacle and we're going to look for lots of opportunities. Right. And um, we have had a lot of really cool opportunities. I, I don't want to diminish what our families have been through. I certainly wouldn't have wanted to have a preschooler or an elementary school kid or a middle schooler where I was homeschooling and trying to work from home and, and all right? of those things. So yeah. those people who've done that, I this is me to you because <laughs> I would not have wanted to be that girl right now. Yeah, there was no choice, right? It wasn't like, would you like to do this or would you like to do that? Um, you are doing this, mom, dad, you're gonna become a teacher. You're having school in your house. And, and they're not going to go to Kid City during the day and all of those things are going to happen. So it was, an, it was an opportunity. And so we had to look at how we could still be the church right. when we couldn't go to the building. Um, for okay. our family ministry at the Father's House, because we closed Kid City Learning Center, we got to paint our building. It's yes, talk about an opportunity. So beautiful. All the volunteers who spent thousands of hours there um, doing that. We're just so appreciative of that. Um, the parents, when they came back in, they're like, wow, look at it. It was just um, good, it's gorgeous, good, good, gorgeous, good. gorgeous. Yeah. Um, and we'll be back open on Sunday mornings really soon. So that's going to be exciting. Um, we are going to make activity bags. I downloaded uh, with Amber's help today for our elementary and um, middle up through sixth grade in their activity bag. 
it's a sermon notes for kids. They're going to be able yeah. to follow along with Pastor Terry and find different words. And so it's going to be a lot of fun. We're going to make yeah. it fun. That's the, awesome. So what about the people that are watching, though, that don't have kids, don't have anybody with them to, okay, this, how is this going to pertain to me? Tell us about some of the things you've been hearing from, you know, grandmas and grandpas about some of the stuff that we, that you've been made available to the kids. So um, the orange curriculum that we use, they put everything digital for us and they more or less just said, there's no licensing agreement at this time. You can use it any way that you can to reach your families. And um, for those of you wow. who don't know Dennis and Therese, say, hey, Dennis and Therese, they have been able to take the resources digitally and the videos and have Zoom calls with their grandchildren and be able oh, to I teach them that. Jesus over the internet. So, um, and also- Because normally, even our kids, normally that costs money, right? Correct, right. We're not allowed to do yeah. that. We're, we're allowed to use it in-house, but we're not allowed to, to send it out. The other thing is that um, we took Wednesday worship live and so that allows us, because our kids weren't at the learning center, not only is Wednesday worship for preschoolers, but I mean, ask my friend Tanya, we could sing power up all day long. So that has been a real um, opportunity for us to get all of that out for everybody. Yep. Yeah. What else? Yeah. What else on my notes? Yeah. So oh, good. Um, <laughs> like our- um, Well, we- we're having a little bit of internet problems, I think, between the two of us, but hopefully you guys can hear us and everything's good. But so you learned about a new term, uh, which really makes a lot of sense. The world knows all of this Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, all of that, TikTok, all that stuff as social media, right? And so we even called out, we talk about it, we say right. social media and our social media ministry uh theme and all of that stuff but share with us a little bit about what you learned uh when you went i think to one of the last conferences um about really it's not social media but what is it it's social ministry and so we are going to get rid of the term social media andrea you can't call me the social media guru anymore i have to be the social ministry guru but it it's just going to be a change in our mindset and how we use it. What it does is it does ministry online. It allows us to connect yeah. with people, connect them to the father's house digitally. And then we move them from the digital platform into the building, into our programs and into that growing relationship with Jesus by using this tool, just like you and I are using this tool tonight. Right. They're probably watching us who've never stepped foot in the father's house before, but they're getting to see a little bit about what we do through that. Awesome, yeah. Um, in all the things that we've learned, we're not ever gonna stop doing some of the things that we learned. I heard a really another really great term and um, my guys will um, probably appreciate this. You know, when you play basketball and you um, pivot, you hold, you keep your one foot still, but you still rotate right. and move around. So, yeah we're going to pivot when it comes to what we're going to yeah. do. We're going to keep the one planted, but we're going to take the things that we've learned in this season 
and be able to move yeah. and, um, and to grow. If you move that pivot leg, you get called for traveling, right, Jennifer? Right. Uh, so, but what's, what's so smart about that is we're not getting rid of a lot of things. We're, we're, we're keeping grounded with a lot of things. Right, um, we're coming back to church. We all want to come back yeah. to church. We're coming back to church. Like I said before, we've learned so many new things. We've changed a few things. We're doing new things and we're moving forward, you know, better on the other side. God opened our eyes to certain things. Uh, we took for granted, I think, a little bit too, you know, of coming together and um, and who in a million years would have ever thought the church was going to close? I mean, I would have never believed anybody to say that. So we're not going back, we're going forward. And you know that people visit us online. I mean, they did before, but they do now so much more. They visit us online for weeks, for years. Um, uh, Glenn and Nancy Gribble watched us for two, three years before they moved down here. Um, people, you know, uh, Chris and Casey Nation found us online and moved from Alabama to Leesburg to be around the church. And now Chris is on staff and, you know, so people um, connect with us before they actually physically come into this building. And, and really social ministry is like the foyer. And I will say from looking at the chats on Sunday morning, um, on Wednesdays, whenever we're doing this, we've got a lot of connection and a lot of people say, I need prayer. And my favorite thing is when, they pray for each other on the chat. You guys pray for each other on the chat. You know, you don't wait for the pastor to call. Now we may get involved later, but you guys, I love to see how people are ministering to each other on, on the social ministry in the chats. So, um, you know. That is the beginning of a life group. It's the beginning of connection. It's how if somebody's coming on and maybe they're not even interacting, but they look and they say, look how those people at the father's house take care of each other, how they care about one another, how they're saying, Hey, how are you doing? I'm yeah. praying for you. How's your dog or whatever happened in your life? Yeah, definitely. So when we talk about engaging, you know, that's another term that a lot of churches use. They are the um, engagers, meaning talking on the chat, um, right. encouraging each other. When we say uh, invite your friends, don't do a watch party because we want everybody to engage in the feed that we're, everybody is in. Um, that gives people more of a sense of who we are and we, uh, we can, you know, as the church posting can find out, do you need something? Can we help you with something? We can share uh, different needs. We can pray for you. Um, you know, we are, we're reaching more people through through this kind of stuff online than we ever could just by people walking in the doors. So uh, another thing I love that we do, Lisa, and part of who you are is um, helping us connect with the community. So we say we're for our neighbors. And then the other term that you use that you posted just today, um, what did you, how did you word that helping somebody? Um, Co-workers for Christ. Co -workers for Christ. Co-workers for Christ. We're not in competition with other churches. We're there to help. Yep. So Just tell us about I mean, a few of our... I mean, 
Um, so we just did the diaper drive. We got a letter from uh, Wanda, who's the director of the Pregnancy Care Center at First Baptist. And when Tanya and I took the diapers over there, what she said to us is she said, first of all, not only that you guys did this in this season, we, could, we weren't even having church. We could have just said, oh, well, this year we're not going to do a diaper drive. But right. not only did we do a diaper drive, we did it in connection with the prayer drive and brought people onto our campus. Um, you guys gave over 2,600 diapers to the Pregnancy Care Center during this time. And um, she said, not only did we do it, but we had such an amazing response. And I said, it's because we're poor neighbors. It's what we love to do. And it's like... Um, uh, Chuck at uh, Trinity today, they had a drive through food thing. So we shared that. I'm not going to say, oh, well, Chuck has that. We don't want to be a part of that. that. Right. We, social ministry allows us to be um, his light um, right here on somebody's yeah. computer and they can see what we're doing. Yep. Yeah. And I love, you um, know, oh, and, we're uh, we were able to, God, right? Yep. Yep. Absolutely. I think we're we having lagging problems. Lagging. Um, yeah. Um, I just want to give, so talk to us a little bit. I want to, I want to talk about life groups. Can we go to that one next? Can we talk about how life groups, yeah. can you hear me? Okay, so how life groups move from, so in the middle of all this, everybody was meeting. We were meeting at homes, we were meeting at the church, and um, so many of our groups moved to Zoom meetings and those kinds of things yeah. so that they could still stay, stay connected with one another. Mm -hmm. um, I just wanna give out a shout out to Mike and Patty. Um, they, they did a dive drive-through dinner for their life group. So I talk about- yeah, I loved it. I was so mad. I was out of town. I couldn't come drive over and get my burger that Mike had cooked for me on the grill. <laughs> um, but just things like contactless, contactless pickup. Oh, the people yeah. came, drove in, they picked up their food, and off they went. So how? what a cool idea. It was. And um, Tanya has worked really hard to set up some for those people that are coming in new to be able to set up some new life groups. So if you are not connected in the life group, but want to get connected to an online one right now, if you would just text groups to 352-329-2301, uh, then Tanya is gonna be able to get you connected to a life group even when we're not physically able to meet right. together right now. Yeah, and we're hoping to be able to, to go back into live. If your group is 10 or less, you can certainly meet together if you're comfortable with that. So, you know, we're rolling that out and hopefully we'll get to phase two quickly with the governor. You know, we're trying to follow the CDC guidelines of, of, of trying to do everything like that. So hopefully we'll be able to get back to that. Um, I know our life group, Travis and Tiffany, redid their whole back porch area. So we're all, yay, we can't wait to get there. Of course, we want to see everybody, but they're showing off their work on Facebook and we're like, yeah, that looks so great. So something else that we're talking about, you know, when we have first time guests, we do what we call the house party. So once a month or so, we have people, we used to have people come into the church and we'd meet all the new people. They would meet the staff and some other people, but we're talking about maybe including something additionally probably maybe still meet but we're also talking about doing a house party through zoom because a lot of times people especially if they have kids you know they think well i don't know if i can get back to the church and all that so we're looking at up some options to do zoom 
house party where we invite the new people who may feel a little less intimidated to come and you know hear and all that. So tell us about some other things we got going on, Lisa, that people maybe don't know about. Well, we skipped over growth track. I think one of the things oh, that we learned sorry. to do, um, that's okay. One of the things that we learned to do was that growth track, you always had to come second service. That was when it was, it was 11 o'clock. You couldn't be here at 11 o'clock. I'm sorry, that's what we have. But we put growth track online. And so yeah. I, I hope we continue to get to Google. I'm telling you, the attendance went higher. You know, we first uh, right. step one was 14 or 15. Step two was 12 or 13. Step three, same thing. So more, it's still right now at 11, but it's on a Zoom meeting. So we're talking about different ways to do that as well. And, you know, just getting people through growth, growth tracks so they can be a part of what God wants to do, figure out who, how he made them and how he wants to use them and their gifts and their talents and, and all of that. But uh, we have a couple of things that are available that I don't know if a lot of people know about. We try to talk about it, but one is right now media. Um, right now media, we as a church pay for that so that you all can have it free. And it's like thousands and thousands of Bible studies and, and conferences and all kinds of things. Um, tell us what you, what it, what it's likened to Lisa. What is it? So these um, are pastor Tim's words. Pastor Tim calls it Christian Netflix and it's free to you. So you pay a subscription to Netflix. You don't have to pay a subscription to right now media. If you will drop the emoji of a um, film projector or a camera, in huh? aid, right? Um, Tanya's in there and she's gonna make sure that you get an invite, um, a yeah. free subscription to right now media. A couple of ways that you can use it. First of all, for those of you, for your children, thousands of videos that are on there for free, something good for them to watch as opposed to something maybe not so good that they would find on YouTube. The other thing is we used it this semester for our intentional parenting parenting class and we watched some Doug Fields videos. I know our parents really enjoyed watching them when we were in class, but the great thing was if you missed a class, you could go back and watch it at home on your own if you had your Right Now Media subscription. The other thing yeah. was six months from now, maybe they have a parent that they work with or their neighbor or something who says, I'm really going through this problem. They can say to their neighbor, oh, hey, let me let you watch these videos that I watched in my parenting class. And so another opportunity to do social yeah. ministry, don't forget the new word. So um, I love right now media. Social ministry. Yeah, we've used right now media in several life groups. We've used the teachings, the, the studies from right now media in women's life groups, in marriage life groups. So there's so much out there. We've actually used it with a couple of couples that um, are not local that Pastor Terry and I married and said, hey, we, we want you to watch these uh, marriage um, videos on Right Now Media as their homework. And then we'd ask them questions about it. So there's so much out there. It's just so great. And if you can't find the uh, emoji for the camera or the film thing, just put on there, I'd like Right Now Media. Or of course you can um, email nextstepsatthefathershouse.com and Tanya will get you hooked up with that. We want you to be able to take advantage of it. Um, so, and then something else, you know, remember as a church, we're doing right, I mean, uh, you version, we're all doing the New Testament in a year challenge. And just because you can't get in the group anymore, because it's closed, 
you can still do the same Old Testament challenge that we're doing. So I love the Bible project because they have videos and they explain, really explain the book. Um, so I love it because it helps me understand everything. So go to you version and uh, sign up if you haven't already. It's a it's an app on your phone, very easy to find. Um, and then you can look at all the plans. We do like four or five plans a day. We do a devotion, Pastor Terry and I, every morning um, do several, including the one that we're doing as a church. So we want you to grow because part of who we are is leading people into a growing relationship, relationship with Jesus. Um, I would like um, a couple of opportunities that we have. So this week is growth track number four. So if you have not signed up for growth track, growth track number four is when you find out about all the opportunities that we have for serving right. at the father's house. So yes. it's a really important one. And I know Amber is not going to miss growth track number four this week, right? Amber, she's <laughs> going to be so mad that I said that to her anyway. Um, one another opportunity for serving is um, on our social ministry team. Um, I just want to be really honest and say um, I'm old and I um, love what I do, but I could really use some 20 somethings yeah. on social ministry team um, and some guys. Um, my friend Jimmy Strasser says I have to say dude when I'm talking to them. So I need some guys who know how to do that. Some, you need um, some dudes. Young dudes. I need some 20 something dudes. Let's don't tell JR said it like that. <laughs> that yeah, look, Amber said I have to start at one. I got you, Amber. No, she does she not. Be in order. She yeah. can do four, two, three, one. Amber. It doesn't. <laughs> I'm with you, Amber. If you promise to do one, two, three, four in June, I'll stick, I'll stick up for you, Amber. <laughs> <laughs> um, another thing is to um Another opportunity we have right now is um, we'd love to open Kids City. Some of our volunteers are not comfortable with coming back to serve with kids yet. And so if that's something that you would be willing to step in for a season and work with um, birth through sixth grade, I know Chris and I both could use some additional volunteers as we reopen Kids City. So um, yeah. I'll talk about that. Going back to the U version, if social media is something that you are struggling with, you've heard, I, but yeah, I'm good says social media here but you think oh it's bad and i shouldn't have facebook and i shouldn't do this because it's all bad um i'm gonna do this great U version study that's called reclaiming social media and it mm -hmm. talks about turning social media into social ministry nice and if that's something that you'd like to participate in with me i can invite you um and we can do it together kind of like we're doing the new testament one so I always give Pastor Tim's email address, so I'm giving you mine now. Um, mine is lisa at thefathershouse.com. So if you'd like to be a part of this study with me, this version study, or you're interested in either the Kid City opportunity or the social ministry opportunity, then um, lisa at thefathershouse.com. And yeah. I'd love to talk to you more about what's available and how you might be able to serve um, I think one of the things that we do in kids ministry at the father's house really well is, um, and um, Cassandra Hicks would tell you this, we offer you the opportunity to serve at what works for you. Um, once you start serving, you don't have to serve every week. Right. Two services. We don't do it like that. You yeah. do what's best for you and your family. And um, you know why? Job at scheduling that so that we can um, yeah. have 
work for everybody. Yeah, you know why we do that? Because you will, you will be more connected and engaged serving in the area that you're gifted for. So that's why we have Growth Track, to help you find out how God gifted you, your abilities, your talents. And then we say, you know what, based on your, your spiritual gifts test and your personality, you would fit best in this place serving. So we say, you know, shadow that place, um, uh, that position, try it for a little bit and see what you think. And then if, if we don't want to put a square peg in a round hole. We don't want to shove somebody into a position and say, you will do this and you will like it. We're never going to do that. And you'll be there we forever. You'll never get, once you come to the impact center, we'll never let you back out of the door. It doesn't work that way. <laughs> right. We don't, yeah, we, we want you to thrive in serving. Remember what pastor said on Sunday, it's a get to, not a have to. If you feel like, oh, they want me to serve. And if I don't, they're not going to think as good as me and blah, blah, blah. No, it's not about that. We want you to feel so comfortable in how God made you that you want to serve and, and use your gifts and talents and that it's a get to and not a have to. And I guarantee you, God will bless you and give you favor and you will make a difference in people's lives. And it's just rewarding, um, especially when you're working with kids. But there's many positions all over the church. A lot of times people think, you guys got it all together. You don't need me. Oh, we need, we need you. We can't do it without you. And also, if you like to work with kids and make a difference in their life, but you don't want to teach them lots of other opportunities to right. serve in children's ministry. It doesn't have to be just in a classroom. Right. Like Charles Paul P. Paul McDaniel. That's he's right. not in a classroom, but he's one of your security guys that watches and over. You know what? Yep. And Miss Sharon, when she does special events for us, she doesn't serve every week at Kid City, but when we have a special event, then she comes on and works on our team with that. Perfect, I love perfect. all of our volunteers. Well, it's about time to wrap up, Lisa, unless you got something else that you want to share, maybe something on your heart. Um, maybe I see that a couple of people put some prayer requests there. We're certainly praying for you. And again, loving to see how everyone's interacting with each other, praying for each other. Um, you know, we're here for you. We are here for you. And we are, um, we're so excited about the 31st. I can't tell you all the preparations that have been going on, making sure we do it right and that we are sanitizing everything. And, you know, we're doing the six foot rule of every other row and making sure we know who's coming. So please, please, please don't be locked out of coming to church. I want you to be there. So go ahead and register if you haven't. Yeah, let him huh? ask a question. I mean, if they want to ask a question, if you have oh, a question sure. about what it's going to look like on the 31st, put it in the feed so we can we can answer it for you. Because, yeah. um, I mean, Dr. Brad and um, Pastor Anita were in the sanctuary today figuring out how to sanitize the chairs. We're going to have the gift bag set up for the kids. So you just pick up the one that's for your child. Um, we're working really hard for that. But if you have a question about what it's going to look like on the 31st, just put it in the feed and we can... Um, we can answer it for you. If we don't answer it for you live, we can answer it for yeah, you. Yeah, definitely. And can you put the um, link down there if you haven't registered yet? Um, make sure you get that done. Yeah, so. definitely. She just put it there now. I see it now. So that's mm -hmm. cool. Mm -hmm. 
Um, I think we covered about everything and I appreciate you sharing your, your life and testimony and, and, you know, we're all standing with you, Lisa, in believing, tell JR how much we love him and we're believing and, and, you know, seeing it in the spirit of him being able to be fully healed. Um, and, uh, God's got something else for him or he wouldn't, he wouldn't still be here. Right. Amen. Amen. Why don't you pray us out and, um, we'll go from there. Okay. All right. God, thank you so much for this time that we have had to be together tonight. I thank you for um, all of the people who've been on this um, opportunity with us um, in this new way of doing church um, where we can sit in our home and uh, connect with uh, fellow believers that we can do social ministry and we can um, shine your light in a different way. Father, we ask that you... Um, bless us as we um, go about our life, that you give us peace in this time of uncertainty where we don't know what one day is going to be like after the next. Father, I just, um, I pray for the 31st. It's going to be an incredible, incredible day at the Father's house, um, your Pentecost. I can't even, yes. um, I have goosebumps just thinking about what that day is going to be like when all of us are, are back in his house and uh, get to worship together and get to get to learn. Um, God, I um, have a couple of special prayer requests. Some have been in the feed and some have been um, silent. Father, you know, you know, but you want to hear us ask you. And so we're asking you tonight for those special prayer requests that um, have been listed in the feed and those that have gone and spoken that you would um, heal, give peace and strength and um, let us do all that we do for your honor and your glory. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. 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 We love you guys. And uh, like Paul said, the church is not the building, it's the people. But I miss my people. I miss my people. I want to see. I can't wait to see everybody, um, you know, and hugs across the room or however you feel comfortable with. But we are excited about it. And I think there's something spiritual about it being on Pentecost Sunday. Some churches opened last week. Some are opening this week. Some are opening next week. But but I feel like there's something going to break in the spirit that, you know, on the day of Pentecost, when 3,000 were added to the church, that was a breakthrough spiritually. And so let's believe for an amazing spiritual breakthrough. Can you imagine how awesome worship is going to be when we come together uh, in that place? It so it'll just be so great. So let's believe for something amazing to happen when we come together. So I miss my people and we are ready to see you. So we love you and we're praying for you. Um, and... Thanks for letting me share tonight. I yeah. appreciate it. Thank you so much for the opportunity. As a church, it's our honor to play a small part in all that God is doing in and through your life. And we'd love to continue with you on that journey. To find out what your next steps are in your relationship with Jesus, all you have to do is go to thefathershouse.com slash next. Join us next week as we continue to love God, help people, and build the kingdom.